successful media and public affairs consultant, accomplished entrepreneur and national writer and contributor, attorney who served in the Missouri House of Representatives, worked in the White House and CNN, thought leader, entrepreneur, and host who takes the conversation to the next level. Prepare to get rare access to fascinating guests. You're connected. You have the it factor. You've joined Grill Nation. Connect with Jason on Twitter at Jason Grill. Connect with the show on Twitter at Grill Nation Show. And online at GrillNationShow.com. Welcome your host of Grill Nation. Always dressed up and ready to go even in a radio studio. Here's Jason Grill. Hello and welcome to Grill Nation with Jason Grill here on 980 AM and on GrillNationShow.com. Great to have you with us today. It's been a great week so far. Very excited about today's show, as always. Uh, got a great list of guests here today, and appreciate you joining us again, whether you're listening on the radio, on iTunes, or Stitcher, or on GrillNationShow.com. I want to quickly thank our partners and supporters of Grill Nation with Jason Grill. The title sponsors of the show are Trust, MoBank, BOK Financial, and Two West Advisors and Ryan Rink. Also contributors and guest co-hosts to the show are the Rieger KC and Jay Rieger and Co., Ryan Maybe. Can't See Power Light District and Reactor Design Studios and Clifton Alexander, who's the owner of Reactor Design Studios. He is here today with me in studio. He comes in once a month, a uh, great guy in Kansas City, also very involved in all different types of things, and set up a great interview for us today with Jason Cup, who is a just a, just a really interesting guy. He's a Col- Colby Certified Growth Consultant, Team Builder, and Motivational Speaker. Welcome to the show. Uh, to my guest host today, Clifton Alexander. How are you, sir? Hey, man. I am good. Um, we just had a very exciting thing happen to us the other night. Okay. We went to the Kansas City Direct Marketing Association Awards show, and we took home best of show. Oh, really? Congratulations. Oh, yeah. Thank you. So that was pretty exciting. So we we did this big uh, dog and pony show, did the huge awards um, show. They all Everything was judged by an independent group of people out of Detroit. And they chose one of our our pieces as How'd the top that, honors. What, so. what, what was the best of show? It was a it was an invitation to an event for KVC, which is a client of ours. We've been doing this event invitation for a long time, and um, you know when you when you do something that's more of a, a high end event invitation, you get a lot of eyeballs on it, and you get a really good response rate. And it was just a beautiful piece. We use a lot of really creative materials, and um, you know the whole point is to drive people to the event. That's been successful the last few years, mm-hmm. and um, yeah, so we end up with the best of show. We also got uh, most innovative solution, which is another one of the top tier awards for a project we did with a with a local um, company here in town to help with some of their sales team. So it was, a, it was a pretty it was a pretty good night overall. Took home a bunch of golds and best of show, most innovative solution, all that. So it was, it was a lot of fun for me and my team. Celebrity award winners there. <laughs> Something like that. Yeah. And you can, you also too can work with uh, Reactor at reactorkc.com. Oh, yeah. Great website. They do some amazing creative branding. Uh, they, they do all kinds of things to help you grow your business and, and look good. 
and be creative and and you send out some really do. great stuff and put up put together some really good materials over there at reactor it's also in the crossroads which is also cool oh yeah we're getting gearing up for first friday um our first show is going to be in april so or i'm sorry in may uh, we won't have a show in april uh which is uh this week now or which is now <laughs> yes it was yesterday um but we will have our first show of the the season in that first friday of may which is also cinco de mayo so it's going to be really festive and Interesting uh, first Friday experience in the crossroads on Cinco de Mayo in a, about a month. It's awesome. Uh, a lot of great things happening in yeah. your business. Uh, anything else going on? What else has been going on? I don't, you know, we're just continuing to work with all the great clients that we have, and um, we just uh, started work on a new project that's pretty exciting for a, a company, a local company. They're a manufacturer, and we're going to help them get in touch with all of the people in the country that use their product. And we're going to help their sales teams essentially by creating some unique uh, mail pieces and some um, information for how they can reach out to people uh, via phone calls. This is all for the sales teams, and um, it's all about trying to get a foot in the door and getting more growth in that area and trying to change that market a little bit. And so we're going to help them with a with a pretty pretty nice uh, project that should be really exciting. It'll launch about in July, so we just ramped up with that and. Continue with a lot of our other yearly clients, wrapping up some big time rebrand projects that we'll have be able to announce maybe by the next time I'm on the air. Hopefully, hopefully. yeah, we'll uh, see. A couple we'll of them are a little not, not necessarily top secret, but they're just uh, they're ones that we're not mentioning or not going to really go into details until we're kind of live in in the public's hands. And some really 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 cool stuff that we're working on right now. Very cool, guys. If you want to connect with Clifton, you can check them out at reactorkc.com. Again, Clifton Alexander, owner of Reactor Design Studios. Clifton, on today's show, we have Jason Cup coming in. He is a interesting guy. Yep, he's done a lot of different things. But let, let's just let's just set the stage. I took a Colby Index, mm-hmm. uh, which is a, uh, an, a, a you go through a process. You answer yep. thirty seven questions uh, that really kind of teach you different things about your instincts. Yeah, um, Jason is going to come on the show to talk about. What my instincts turned out to be. Uh, <laughs> We're going to reveal it live reveal, on the air. Reveal it live. Jason has not seen the results of not. his index, and so we're going to talk through that, which will be really fun. It's going to be interesting to see. Uh, you know, this measures all different types of things. Uh, the Colby index, whether you're a fact finder, follow through, quick starter, or implementer. Uh, you know, teaches you what your strengths are, whether they're strategize, adapt, innovate, envision. Very long. I haven't seen it. Uh, I know there's like a 20 page follow through. Yep. So I'm looking forward to checking that out. But it's going to be a fun show today, and you've also done this index. And I have. I've gotten to know Jason over the years. Jason Cup, his website is jasoncupwith2ps.com. Um, what, what do you know about this? What, what, do you, what, do you, what do you take out of this? I think, what, we, I mean, what should we look forward to today? Yeah, I think just even for my company and what we did about a year ago, year and a half ago, was just at a place of growth and at a place of uh, kind of crossroads, essentially, with, with who we are as a company and who we were and um, we decided as, as a group to take the index and to work with Jason. And it's been really eye opening. I think it really helps all of us to understand how each of us works and operates, helps us to work better as a team and ultimately helps us with our growth. And so that's, that was the lens and sort of which, which we hired Jason to go through this process. And so, um, hearing him talk a little bit about the index and, and the, the, what it does and, and how it acts and operates and all that sort of thing is what we'll find out in a little bit here. And, um, and then just having you take the, the index, 
So you've seen on my, your own, you've seen so my results. I have. Yeah. What, what are your initial thoughts? Don't give too much away. Well, but. it's it's interesting because I I I know your background as a as a lawyer as yeah. a law, legislator, but also an entrepreneur, and those th- two things don't necessarily mix. No, they don't. Right? They don't at all. And so so the Although the concept they, is your results bit. are a little more like the the lawyer side and a lot less like the entrepreneur side. Um, but as we've talked about, or we will we'll, we'll continue to talk through is. Sometimes people can adapt to circumstances. Mm-hmm. Sometimes uh, just because you're not super high in one area doesn't mean you can't teach yourself things, those sorts of things. So. Well, and two, I, there's so many different things that go into these, but I think you're pretty risk adverse if you put your name on a ballot, thrown for a lecture, sure. and you're out there in the public eye. Um, maybe that doesn't mean, you know, but I also believe follow through and fact finding, you know, having an organization right. is important. Uh, right. So, you know. It'll be interesting to see what the index tells me, yeah. uh, but I think no matter what, you always, if you are a political person, you, you have to take a, a kind of a, a, an entrepreneurial risk adverse step to set up something. Totally, um, you get that as a business yep, owner. So this will be a fun show. Yeah, it, it'll be very interesting, um, and uh, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, well. me we're, gonna, too. we're gonna we're gonna have some fun. So Jason is not the type of person who who would be shy around a microphone, and so we'll have some really good discussions. I think and. Um, all of the, all of the first all time we might revealed. ever have had another Jason on Grill Nation. So, anyways, <laughs> yeah. thanks for listening today, guys. I'm here with Clifton Alexander, creative Chuck Norris, and owner of Reactor Design Studio, ReactorKC.com. After the break, we'll be back with Jason Cup. Talk about the Colby Index. You're listening to Grill Nation. Thanks for joining us today. Hello and welcome back to Grill Nation with Jason Grill, KMBZ 980 AM and at GrillNationShow.com. Appreciate you listening as well today on iTunes or Stitcher Radio via podcast. Uh, with us today, we have in studio our partner and supporter of Grill Nation, uh, Clifton Alexander, who is the Creative Chuck Norris, owner of Reactor Design Studio. The website is reactorkc.com. Great guy. He's, uh, he's with us again every month on Grill Nation. And one of the great things about Clifton is he is, uh, brings on an amazing guest to our show. We've had some good times, Clifton. We've had some great guests. Uh, we previewed yeah. our, our guests today in our last segment. Uh, but very excited to have on a, a new guest today who is Jason Cup, who is a cer- uh, certified Colby growth consultant. Which I didn't know anything about. I uh, learned a lot about it. Uh, I went through a, a test, if you oh, will, yeah. prior to the show, which we'll get into like in the test. Ne- which yeah. yeah, which we'll get into in the next segment. Uh, we're going to learn all about that test. But uh, Jason is also a team builder, motivational speaker. Uh, he's a frequent flyer, Apple addict, a wine lover, beer snob, and coffee drinker. Big fan of the Royals, and uh, his website is online at Jason Cup. That's Cup with two P's dot com. Great website, does a lot of cool things here in Kansas City and throughout the country and the world. Uh, so, uh, welcome to the show, Jason. How are you? I am great, namesake, Jason. Yeah, I don't, I've been doing, this is our 100, I've looked at this for Grill Nation show. This is like our 101 or 102 show. We didn't celebrate 100. We should have done that. Uh, but <laughs> we'll celebrate we, it today. But yeah. we've been doing uh, yeah. something in this studio for now over four and a half years. So, we've probably had about, you know, five or 600 guests. And I don't think, 
I can't remember any other Jason coming That's on the really show. Fun. We might have had another one, but I don't remember one. But it hasn't been many. So well, this it's is an cool. uncommon name. So it is. You know, it, it's a very. It's a, it is. It, it is a very uncommon name. I. <laughs> I can see you. Listeners cannot. You're laughing right now, Clifton. I am. Yes. Clifton, is, Clifton is kind of an uncommon name yeah. too. Don't run into a lot of Cliftons in my in my in my daily life. No, <laughs> so, how do you guys know each other? What's the story? Okay, about? so I was thinking back on how I originally met Jason, and I think it was probably some kind of connection to the Cubs. Uh, More than likely, originally, like Jason and I know a lot of the same people. We have a lot of mutual connections, a lot of mutual friends, and I think our initial uh, friendship essentially started over a mutual love of the Chicago Cubs. Uh, it's something that both of us are really into. You had season tickets for a period of time and all that. I'm actually I, headed up to Wrigley next week for opening cool. week at, at I also, too, um, was a uh, Cubs fan as a National and League team. That's Growing right. Yeah, up we because, talked about that a little because bit. Because I had friends yeah. that my cousin had cable. He had WGN. Yeah, that's The whole right. thing. There you Your go. neighbor had WGN. I didn't have cable. There you go. Watch games. So there you yeah. go. Yeah, so yeah. in the world of Cubs fans, you're actually known as a WGN fan, right, Clifton? There are such thing as a WGN Cubs fan. Not something a, that we are not. Okay. Right. <laughs> well, I did go to well, co- I did go to yeah. college in St. Louis. Okay. So I, I lived in when I was in college there, the Rams won a Super Bowl. And my girlfriend at the time was obviously a huge Cardinals fan, and all my friends were Cardinals fans. So I had to live through the Rams winning a Super Bowl and the Cardinals. In the World Series, so that also grew my Cub so support and into, okay. Kansas City Royals right. support. You didn't give up on it. No, that never. Time. But yeah. but now now I'm kind of more removed. I think I'm yeah. I'm, you know, not 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 a super fan like you guys. Yeah. Well, I just want to state for the record because obviously we started talking a lot about the Cubs, which is great because I do believe that that was the original foundation I, of our friendship. Um, but I am equally a Royals fan. It's yeah. been pretty awesome to celebrate the last three years of life, having two of my favorite teams in the entire yeah. world yeah. be um, be at least play in the World Series. So um, for, after for, a lot of years of pain so and what suffering, ha- what would happen if the Royals played the Cubs in the World Series? We talked about this. Yeah, we we actually <laughs> talked about no this. Winner. We might never there see no our lifetime, so we honestly yeah. might not yeah. again. But uh, there's no winner in a situation like that. There really isn't because you don't. I I didn't want that to happen because I wasn't sure. It's like yes, I would want my uh, want my local team, the Royals, to win, but I've been a Cubs fan my entire life. So it's yeah. like, you know, which one wins out, and just I don't know how you'd root for that. Yeah, You'd be in a good be spot. Tough. So 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 fun fact about the way that I became a Cubs fan. Um, so when I was growing up, my grandfather was a manager with the Ban Johnson Baseball League here in Kansas City. I don't know if you ever heard of it or not. Oh, sure. Um, David Cohn, who you know oh, was, yeah. was like, I mean. Awesome um, player, great with the New guy. York Yankees. Um, awesome guy. He played on my grandfather's baseball team. So the Boyles' uh, famous meet baseball team. When, so when I was growing up, my grandfather was a minor league scout per se for Ben Johnson. So when I was a kid, we literally jumped in the car and drove to Chicago, and I went to Wrigley Field for the first time as a kid, and I fell in love. I also mm-hmm. equally went to as many games um, at the K, or well, it wasn't called the K then, but at Kauffman Stadium. So my love for the Royals, my love for the Cubs was really rooted in my grandfather being like a, like a tried-and-true baseball guy here in Kansas City. Pretty cool deal. I love it. I love it. So we got a mutual fun, baseball love here. Yep. Um, so, yeah, so Jason and I have, I don't know, just been friends, or and we haven't really worked together until fairly recently. Um, and Jason's work as a consultant and working on with companies on this um, these tests and learning about people's natural instincts and that sort of thing was a good fit for me uh, to hire Jason and my company as we're growing and trying to learn some things about, you know, just, just how to be a better small business and how to grow and 
Um, so for about the past year or so, we've been working together on a regular basis just on, you know, Jason's been helping us essentially as, a, as an outsider, um, an ear to, to fall on and, and a person to help us uh, kind of get our team on track and together and that sort of thing. Jason, tell us a little bit more about your uh, what you do every day. And I know you're doing a lot of different things. You're kind of like all of us. We're entrepreneurial. And sure, uh, you came out of the more of the corporate world. Looks like a CEO at one point. Uh, before you started doing this this new stuff you do, which regards to growth consulting, the Colby uh, Colby testing, crisis management, speaking, etc. So take us through kind of your evolution and what you do today. Well, so I was born back in the early 70s. Oh, not that evolution. No, 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 no. See, that's, so, why, that's why your name's Jason. Jason was a name in the 70s. 70s. I was born in 79, but you don't yeah. – Jason's yeah. kind of stopped in like the mid-80s. Yeah. We yeah, don't I, see I actually Jasons. think you're somewhat right about that. Yeah. Well, no, so, um, so I, like everybody else, it seems like in Kansas City, when I was um, a, a, a little guy, you know, 12, 13 years old, I started mowing lawns. Um, little did I know that um, 20 years after starting mowing lawns, I would be running one of the largest architectural design build companies in Kansas City. Um, totally bizarre. I mean, we were doing work out on the West Coast. We were doing work in the desert in Las Vegas. We were doing work um, south of here. I mean, it was crazy. We literally had, you know, this this headquarters was here in Kansas City, but doing work all over the metro. Anyway, the, the fun economic crisis of, you know, 2006 to 2009 um, obviously struck our business in a unique way. But what had happened in 2005, so a couple of years before that is, is that I was, um, I had a couple of business partners and we wanted to learn a little bit more about ourselves. So a friend of a friend um, encouraged us to take this thing called a Colby A index to maybe help our partnership group, which it did help our partnership group immensely. I was so intrigued in uh, 2005. I actually looked it up this morning. I originally took the Colby A Ju- July the 7th of 2005. So what is that? 12 years ago. Um, so I was so intrigued by what the Colby A told me about me and told me about my team that I was, you know, that I was actively involved in as the owner of that business at the time that I wanted to learn more about it. So I jumped on a plane shortly thereafter. I flew out to Phoenix, Arizona, where Colby Corp, which whose issues the Colby A is headquartered, and I became certified. I at the time thought that it was going to be simply, you know, for my own use, for my own business. But what happened was, is friends and family and coworkers and all these started asking me questions about Colby because I was busy telling my story about how the impact that it had on me. So um, in 2000, late 2005, early 2006, a consulting company was born. And so when the design build company started to, you know, kind of change and evolve into a smaller business just simply because of the economic demands, I knew what I was going to go do next. I knew that I was going to use this tool and go help small business owners all over really North, North America um, change the way that they were going to run their business, look at themselves, look at their teams, hire people, uh, build teams, solve problems, um, power through adversities, all those different things. And lo and behold, I guess that's somewhat come true. It really has. Um, so Clifton, you've taken this test, obviously. Yep. Okay. Can we, can we not call it a test? Not a test. <laughs> Sorry. It's like, it's, it's, it's literally like, like one of those words that if Kathy yes. Colby herself were listening to this, which she probably will, she will like be like test. But I mean, it Te- seems like, I mean, it, it is not a like test it, because you can't, because you well, can't, can't, you can't fail it. No, well, what, I know what do that, we call it? Like, um, we, we call it an answers. index. An index. We okay. call it an index. So you took the index. I did. Uh, how did you, do you remember what kind of a person <laughs> I, you were? Or? I, I don't know that I, I think there were some things in it that were surprising to me, but not entirely surprising. It's really more um, you learn a lot about yourself in that in, t- in terms of your natural instincts and the way you you operate. But 
it's really very interesting when you compare it with your entire team and everybody starts Mm -hmm. learning about this team dynamic and you start to understand, okay, this person is the type of person that just needs to have a lot of detail in their life. And I'm the type of person who just doesn't. Mm -hmm. And so how do we coexist and how do we make sure that we're um, on the same page with things like that? And so um, I don't remember my exact uh, uh, score. So, Results. 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 There's no scores. Uh, Results. I don't remember my exact (laughs) results exactly to the T, but I do know the areas that I am high in and low in, and it it is a little more typical of an artist or an entrepreneur Mm -hmm. type of of person um, and that sort of thing. So, yep. How does this differ from other types of work-related indexes or or let's call those other things tests? Those are all tests. you You know, that you take. How does the Colby index differ? Um, great question. It's a question that's asked often. So, you know, a lot of people have heard of like Myers-Briggs or predictive index, PI, um, mm-hmm. all of the, I mean, there's, there's a, literally a million questionnaires that are out there. The Colby index is the only one out there in the entire world. Literally Colby Corp owns the, um, the patent on it. It, it measures a person's natural instincts. All of those others either measure a person's personality, whether or not they're an introvert or extrovert, how they're going to handle themselves in social situations, or they're going to measure um, a person's intelligence, their knowledge, their um, the, you know the, their their strengths in terms of, of of data and all of that kind of stuff. But the Colby Index measures a person's natural instincts, which is a totally different. Um, world and environment. I love it. We're talking to Jason Cup. Uh, we're going to talk about the Colby Certified Growth Index, which will be uh, we'll be talking about my resu- my results yep. uh, here after fun. the break. Uh, Jason's got a great Instagram page. Check it out at Jason Cup with two P's. We'll be right back on Grill Nation. I got that sunshine in my pocket. Got that good soul in my feet. I feel that hot blood in my body. Welcome back to Grill Nation with Jason Grill here on KBZ 980 AM and at GrillNationShow.com. I'll spree listening in today on iTunes and Stitcher Radio. You connect with me on Twitter at Jason Grill and at Grill Nation Show. Also available on other social medias, Snapchat, Instagram, and Facebook at Jason Grill. We're here with Clifton Alexander, who is with Reactor Design Studios, the owner of a great design company here in Kansas City. They do work with companies throughout the, the city and throughout the United States. If you ever need any branding or design work or any kind of strategic consulting on, on what you're doing, he's the guy to talk to. Their website is reactorkc.com. Clifton, we're talking to Jason Cup today. Uh, really interesting conversation so far. Jason's website is jasoncup2ps.com. Um, Jason is on Twitter at Jason cup, Colby certified growth consultant. Uh, Jason, let's unpack a couple things. So let's continue on in our conversation about the differences between this index and some of the other things we might see out there that, you know, businesses might use or employers might use. Yeah, you bet. So, um, so when Kathy Colby developed the Colby index in the late seventies and early eighties, she identified that um, there were really three parts of the mind. Those three parts of the minds. most people have heard of the cognitive part of the mind, 
which is where all of our knowledge is. That's where our education certifications, you know, so Clifton obviously has all this amazing knowledge about things that look great and, yeah. and the way to message things and the way to tell stories. Well, that's, that's knowledge at the end of the day. He, he, at the age of five years old, he didn't know that he learned that he went to school for that. He has been a student of that. He's obviously worked with all these amazing companies all over Kansas city to develop their branding. Each one of those nuggets changes his, his cognitive format in his mind and his brain, right? Makes mm-hmm. sense. Mm-hmm. The, the second part of the, of the brain is the affective part of the brain. And that's where, and that's um, brain and mind are interchangeable in this conversation. So the affective part of the mind is where our personality lies. It's where our emotions are. It's where if we watch a movie and that movie is scary, we get frightened, right? Mm-hmm. And that can change over time as well. So our knowledge can change over time, the cognitive part of the mind. Our, uh, our emotions and our personality can change over time. Like I'm an extrovert. Um, at the core, I love meeting new people. We had some great banter before we went on the air and, you know, just kind of getting to know one another. Yeah. But at the end of the day, my business is such a public business that when I come home after being on a long trip, which I do quite often, I want nothing but to be an introvert. I want to sit on the couch and watch a movie by myself and connect into my own little world. Well, but I'm an extrovert. If I take a Myers-Briggs right now, I would be an extrovert. When I come home from being on the road, I absolutely guarantee I'll be on the other end of the spectrum, which that's the affective side of us or the emotional side of us, personality side of us. Well, and I took this index uh, in the the second frame of mind. I was sitting on the couch. <laughs> I had a long day. Watching. I was watching, uh, I believe, a, a basketball game. It would have been during the tournament. Um, but, yeah, so I, hope, I don't know how that will affect me, but we'll see, I guess. Yeah, you bet. So then the <clears throat> third part of the mind, with Kat, which if you – Google this, um, you'll find Kathy Colby's name all over it, is the conative part of the mind, which most people haven't heard of the conative part of the mind, and that's where our drive is. That's where our instincts lie. That's where our natural behaviors, which would be communication, problem solving, kind of what we do when the pressure's hot, when we have to make an immediate decision, that is what the Colby Index measures, and there's no other index out there that measures it. So what that tells me and what the research is is that so you might have taken that index sitting on the couch in the evening watching an NCAA game, but at the end of the day, your results are your results are your results, and they will not change from you know from now, from five years from now to ten years from now. In fact, the statistic is is ninety seven percent of the people that take the index and retake the index, their results come back to be almost exactly the same, no matter what life events no matter what stresses have happened, no matter what business events or family events or whatever have happened, your instincts are born into you. Therefore, they don't change over the time. So what I found um, in my consulting practice and, and now being a student of Colby for 12 years, as we mentioned on the first um, segment, is that – and also I've issued, I don't know, probably like 3,000 of these things or interpreted 3,000 of these things um, – that, um, that it's predictable. You can rely on the results to tell me how someone is going to problem solve, how they're going to communicate, how they're going to operate in a position, how they're going to operate at home, how they're going to operate with family and friends, socially, in the business workplace, um, when conflicts arise. And it really, really has been a tool that has massively helped business owners um, to build teams, to manage teams, to coach teams, to place teams in the right positions so that they can maximize who they are every single day and provide an amazing work product. Mm. So needed, too, with a lot of our businesses here at Clifton and Kansas yeah. City, uh, whether they're entrepreneurial or uh, growing quickly. It's um, a pretty, I mean, it's a pretty interesting set of data, if you really think about it, that mm-hmm. you're, you're gathering about kind of what you said. This is, these are the things that aren't, that aren't going to change. This is the way that you are and are going to be. And so how do you 
how do you make that work in your working environment? How do you make that work with um, with your coworkers and and with all the people around you? Or if you're an, an owner, how does how does that work with your employees? Mm-hmm. And how you interact with them on a daily basis? It's a really interesting set of data. That's why I think we were um, drawn to it in our company. Uh, who do you work with the most, uh, Jason? Is it what what time of the the process for a company, or how many employees, or you, how does that work? You know, it's a great question. I got to tell you, I mean, I've got everybody from somebody who's starting a business, you know, that literally they have one employee and it's themselves and they want to grow a business to, um, you know, a company here in Kansas City that's got 250 employees that I started with them using the Colby Index when they had nine, nine employees. And now at last count, they were approaching 250. And we've got a Colby Index on every single one of those team members and we've helped build that company using this tool. So it really is a wide swath, but I will tell you one trend, one trend that that, that is bizarre um, well, it's like two linked trends. Number one, almost all of my clients are small business. I don't work for um, corporate America in any regard whatsoever. I have an affinity towards small business and the, the trials and the tribulations oh, and bet. the perseverance of small business owners. So there's that one piece. And then um, the majority of my clients have some familial connection. They have a family member. Um, they have a, a brother, a father, a sister, um, a, a best friend that works with them. And so that adds a whole other level of complexities to it. And quite frankly, we've used the Colby Index to help dismantle some of those elements that exist amongst, you know, family members. Wow. Jason Cup is with us today. Uh, his website is jasoncup.com with two Ps. He's on Twitter at Jason Cup. Okay, so I took this index about a month ago. <laughs> You We're did. going to start going through the results here. We've unpacked everything. We've learned about what the Colby Index is. Uh, had about 40 questions, if I believe, or so on this. 36. 36, yeah, yes. 36. Uh, some of them, from my perspective, I think I could have answered it all. There's four mm-hmm. different things to choose from in my mind sometimes. I could have answered it with at least two, sometimes maybe even three. And in one or two of the questions, I, I literally looked at it and I said, I could be all four of these mm-hmm. anytime. Um, so it was interesting. It was interesting to take. Uh, but yeah, it, it, I tried to put as much thought in as I could, uh, tried to be as truthful as I could. Mm-hmm. So I'm interested to see what we, what we came up with here. And Jason. you have not seen your, I have not, uh, no, this is We've an not unveiling. talked about it. This <laughs> no. is unveiling live on the air. It, this is it's, unveiling. it's funny. So when your results came in, my assistant sent them on to me and I forwarded them to Clifton and I go, so do we send these to Jason or do we reveal them on the air? Like, <laughs> on, the air on the air in all caps. <laughs> um, you, yeah, you know, so the interesting thing about it is, is that you were you you had those questions about the questions themselves. The algorithm actually measures inconsistencies, and so if you were inconsistent in the way that you answered the questions, it actually would have kicked you out with no results, and we wouldn't be able to sit and talk about mm. your results today on the air. So the thing about it is, is that once we have results, we have results, um, and those results stick. I promise you. Go back to that ninety-seven percent. Um, your results are your results are your results. And, uh, and, and I will so, say this, there were, I know for a fact, because I took the thing is I am not a person that is going to, is going to build stuff. I know that. Like I am not going <laughs> to, right. I'm not going to, I'm not going <laughs> to, re- right. I'm not going to rebuild my, uh, basement one day. I mean, I'll try, but, uh, I've, I've come to the point where I, other friends of mine know how to do that stuff better than I do. So, uh, they would probably do that. So yeah, anyways, bet. anyway, so should, we got a couple minutes left in the segment. You want to just let's start however you'd like, uh, Jason. Maybe the brief overview and then yeah, we can so, yeah. tackle the rest. So, so the Colby Index, once we have results, it's divided into four different what are called action modes. Mm-hmm. Most people in the world, and by the way, every single person in the entire world has a Colby Index result. If you have a fifth grade reading level or higher, you can get a Colby Index result, which will measure your natural instincts. 
So everybody in the world has, um, typically, they have one uh, initiating instinct, so that's kind of like a dominant instinct. Some people actually have two initiating instincts. A rare number have three initiating instincts. Um, and then some people have no initiating instincts. They literally are all in the middle. Um, and then uh, uh, some people, as I said, if, if there's inconsistency in the algorithm, we have no results. So you actually have two initiating So I'm kind instincts. of in, me, in the middle there, right? So, <laughs> no, it, mean, it actually just means you're special. Okay. <laughs> no, no, no. Um, so you have two initiating Clifton, Clifton instincts. probably had three. No. Potentially four. No. no. And yeah. and before we – I'll reveal your results. How about we do that in the next segment okay. because I want to make sure that I go through it. But in, uh, essentially the four action modes would be – and that, these are not in any particular order other than the order they are on the piece of paper. So um, someone who initiates in what's called fact finder, they have a high detail orientation. They need data. They need research. They need information to be able to make decisions. Someone who is an initiating follow-through, they need to understand what the process is, the schedule, mm-hmm. the checklist. They need to follow – um, a list. They probably make a list every single day or, or when they go to the grocery store, they have a list and they have to check it off in the cart. Um, the third uh, action mode is what's called quick start. Quick starts have the ability to make decisions incredibly quick. They make those with their gut. Um, they, they really don't need to think about it. They don't need the information. They don't need to know the timeline. They don't need to know the budget. They just literally snap their fingers, boom, decision made. And oftentimes that decision is the right decision because it's a gut instinct. The fourth, definitely not me. I can the, tell you that already. The fourth, you're right. The, <laughs> the, the fourth, um, the fourth instinct is implementer, which is someone that needs to build it. They need to be involved in it. They need to touch it. It's a tangible. It's a haptic. It's a using your hands, using your fingers to be able to accomplish it. So a lot of times, people that are um, woodworkers or you know are, are in a specialty trade, musician or something, they often have a result that's fairly high. Tried to learn how to play the guitar once in law school. I learned Seven Nation (laughs) Army, one song, White Stripes, and I did some sodding work in high school, and I did not do well at either of those jobs. So we'll see what happens. So we have, uh, we're with Jason Cup today, jasoncup.com, Colby Colby Index. Colby, we're going to go over my results uh, from the index here after the break. You're listening to Grill Nation Show. This should be interesting. I'm looking at some of the photos right now, the graphs. I'm getting excited. Thanks for joining us today. We'll be right back. Back to Grill Nation with Jason Grill, 980 AM and at GrillNationShow.com. And on iTunes and Stitcher, we're talking to Clifton Alexander, Reactor Design Studios, and Jason Cup with my Colby Index results. He's a Colby Certified Growth Consultant. His website is JasonCup with two Ps.com. Check it out. It's a great website. I really interested to see how these these tests there excuse me these indexes came out uh and also to 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 talk to jason about how people can get in touch with them to uh have their employees or themselves take the colby index jason let's let's catch up where i we gave it the overview of so man, i got two of the four uh you, high points you've been waiting patiently during yes. the break to see and hear your results clifton has the pdf up which i can't wait to look at yeah you bet. We'll, we'll we'll mail it to you um, okay after we get off the air so, so as I said, you have two dominant or initiating instincts, and your your most dominant instinct is what's called follow through, which means you like systems, you like structure, you like schedules, you like lists, 
everything has its place. My guess is, is that obviously we're in studio, but if I were to go to your desk, your desk where you are operating, you know, mm-hmm. and if you have a stapler to the left of your computer monitor, if I were to move it from the left to the right, that would probably bother you. Is that true? Wouldn't bother me. I used to bother me. I'm very, I was, I, here's the thing. I'm pretty <laughs> organized, but I think as I've gotten older, I've maybe been a little less, but yes, I do fill out lists of what I need to get into the office. Uh, I do have things pretty organized on right. the desk. So, okay, so then let's jump to at home. So the drawer where all of your eating utensils are, you know, you have the big forks and the little forks and the big spoons and the little spoons. Are those completely organized by size? They are not. Really? <laughs> Interesting. They are not, but I ha- all of my other stuff is very organized. Gotcha. I'm not, I'm not a, I'm not a big cook. So I, I, you know what I'm saying? So, no, but, no. so, so, but you're eight, so you're in eight and follow through, which is your highest number of, of all your four action modes. My days are organized. You're, yes. You're eight. And yeah. I mean, if you're five minutes late or somebody's five minutes late, that probably bothers you. Yes. If you go to the grocery store, like I said earlier, you probably have a list, whether it be I a know. mental list yep. or it's a list on your phone. No, I'm not just browsing around. I know what I need right. and I get out of there. M- right. Most people who have your results, Jason, they check mark things off as they go through their day. And if they have 10 things on a list that they want to accomplish in a given day, once they get five of those done, they scrap the piece of paper, they move the five that are left to the top, and then repopulate the list. Does that sound familiar? I, I'm more, I'm more, I do have a list sometimes. I'm more of a cross-out guy. Or okay, different well, colors. And, yeah, so I'm, I'm, <laughs> that's completely <laughs> fine. The point is, is that you operate a scheduled, um, re- regimented life that, but, that has – that has structure to it. It has. Stru- I have a lot of different jobs, but I, I I like that a little bit of structure. But I also, you know, with what I do, I'm juggling tons of different balls, different situations. My days are never the same. Sure. I mean, they really aren't from a uh, client perspective mm-hmm. or from a task perspective. You're, you're you're literally dealing with tons of different things at one time, and so that maybe that follow through in my mind helps me to somewhat stay organized even though sometimes i'm drinking from a fire hose right absolutely nonstop. and, and the thing about it is and, and i don't want to go off into a rabbit trail is that your results tell me you've been doing that for a long time so you've learned how to do that mm-hmm. but your instinct is is the only way that you're capable of doing that is to have somewhat of a structured life even though it is chaotic i mean mm-hmm. all everybody in today's world has a chaotic life yeah so that's true so that's your true. your next dominant or initiating instinct is fact finder which means you need details to go along with that structure yes you um in fact when i walked in um today you said i've been researching you that's the first thing you said <laughs> i've been to your website yeah. i've been to your twitter i've been like to your to be instagram I'm, i like always to be, be prepared, prepared. Yeah, always yeah. be prepared such as such as a good boy scout and i was an eagle scout and so <laughs> and, and so that's your fact finder you need information you need data google's probably one of your favorite friends i in do terms in of the internet. research yes linkedin and, and that's what makes you good at all of your different positions that you have especially you know on this radio show you have different guests come in you research them in advance so that you know what the world looks like when you're interviewing them so you can add some you know some conjecture into it mm-hmm. so that's your fact finder you're always going to go back and get the details and if you don't go get the details chances are you already have them you've been picking up what i call breadcrumbs of details along the way mm-hmm. your your third most dominant instinct is actually that of implementer which uh, which you have a foreign implementer which means you said earlier, I'm not going to be the guy that's going to fix stuff around the house. No, you're not going to be I the mean, guy that's I, I, I can learn to. I'm just saying I'm, you not can the, try. I'm not the best. You can try, but it's going to frustrate you probably pretty pretty quickly, right? Mm-hmm. You know, and so so at the end of the day, you're going to recognize a sense of high quality, but you don't have to do it yourself. In fact, you're better to jump online and find a handyman or something like that. Well, I feel like um, when I do accomplish a building something whether that's a, a, dr- a drawer or a whatever you know fixing something in the house or and i feel more accomplished because i feel like i'm yeah, not there you go 
I'm not the best handyman. Sure. Where <laughs> some people get energy, some people with a higher number and implementer get energy out of, they have a project they do every single day. Yeah. That's not you. You have to force yourself to do it. That's like me. That's like Clifton to some degree. Your, your fourth action mode is that of quick start, which you have a two in quick start, which means that you're fairly risk averse. Doesn't mean that you're not going to risk. It means you're going to have calculated risk. Because, yeah. uh, and, and by the way, a lot of people feel risk is a financial risk. It's actually a risk of time. We all have the same 24 hours in a day. How are you going to use your time best? Um, the risk can also be a risk of reputation, a risk of, um, a risk of knowledge. And there's also a financial risk, obviously. But you will risk. You obviously risk significantly because you do have a lot of different um, businesses that you're involved in mm-hmm. and running and all that kind of stuff. But it's a calculated risk. With your high follow-through and your high fact-finder, you actually are going to have a systematized um, uh, a risk that has data behind it. And once you, have the, once you understand the, the schedule and the data behind it, you're all to the fences, you're all in, you're going to run to the fences, you're going to do it, and you're going to have an, an immense amount of activity around that because you've minimized your risk. I think as I've grown in uh, the business career and, and you know professional life, I think the quick start has increased for me. Then it, it definitely was lower when I was more of the legislator lawyer. I mean, now I think it's become more, I've become more of a risk taker uh, throughout my career. Uh, I'm willing to listen and learn from other people. And Clifton and I might have a, a relationship and he says, Hey, let's start a business doing this. And I'd say, I, I'm like gun ho, like let's, let's figure right. it out and do it. Whereas 10 years ago, I would not have been like that. Now I'm, now I'm about relationships. I've always been a relationship guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, if there's a mutually beneficial relationship and Clifton and I have a great idea and we decide, Hey, let's, let's start a business on the side. I mean, I'm more risk adverse to yeah. do that. Uh, maybe now that I have a little bit more money in the bank and I'm more uh, older, <laughs> that's mm-hmm. why, uh, I don't have to be too much debt. So that's a good thing. But mm-hmm. yeah, so that's the point. Um, but I think that one is increasing a little bit more and my, uh, some of the others may be a little decreasing. Uh, but yeah, it's all, it's, it's all the, you know, an interesting process. For yeah, sure. you bet. You bet. So this was cool. Yeah, I mean, and, and by the way, I mean, we've just scratched the surface. I tell Clifton that the first step is, is to know yourself, and so I'll be excited to give you the PDF and have you read. It's about 18 pages long. Ooh. We are literally just scratching the surface in, it, in terms it, of A lot of graphs, too, which I like. <laughs> Lots of graphs. I, I do like how clean it looks. Your um, follow-through tells me you like graphs. I do. I like it, and, you know, I think, I think the follow-through is key to me, you know, being successful in what I do, Clifton. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know about you, but having that a little bit of structure in a life that maybe is somewhat chaotic with client services and the client service industry and always kind of being on. I mean, you know that well, you're always on, you're always, always dealing with something. Yeah. Uh, the same way it was the same things. way for me in politics. I mean, you're dealing yeah. with hundreds of different legislative issues and constituents and every day there's a new problem that you're trying to solve. So the follow through is huge. Right. Yeah. And having the fact finding is, you know, you want to weigh both sides of an issue before you make a decision. Yeah. So this was really cool. Jason, so we have 40 seconds left. Tell us how we can get in touch with you and how, uh, if you want to take the Colby test or Colby index, you can do that. <laughs> God, I'm going to get that right here. The, the the best way to reach me is through the contact form on my website. And they've got my phone Jasoncup.com with two Ps. Jasoncup.com, J-A-S-O-N-C-U-P-P.com, and just click the contact and just send me a note. That goes directly to me. It doesn't go to our office or anything like that. And Colby is spelled K-O-L-B-E if you want to do some research on this index. But, yeah, it's really cool. I, I enjoyed it. It didn't take me too long to uh, do the index. Uh, just excited about it. Looking forward to seeing the results. But Jason Cup has been with us today. Jason, thanks for coming on the show. And uh, we look forward to talking to you again down the road. Thanks, Jason. 
Sounds great. Yeah, thank, thank you very you much, Clifton, for coming in today. You you've been listening to Grill Nation, man. I could I could talk about this all day long. Looking forward to hope you've enjoyed the show. Looking forward to checking out the Colby Index again. You should try it as well. We'll see you again on Grill Nation. Take care. Yeah. And the world.